Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. What is up, podcast world? Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where we talk about hustle, grind, success, failure, all of those things in my journey and some others along the way. up welcome to episode 68 thanks so much for listening it means so much to me if i've brought you any value please be sure to leave a review and subscribe send me a dm on instagram or facebook let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast i can't begin to tell you how much this stuff means to me thank you this episode is brought to you by simply cbd one of the top cbd companies in the u.s providing organic vegan, and third-party tested CBD tinctures, head to their website at simplycbdnow.com and use promo code MOTIVATED for 10% off of your order and follow them on Instagram at simplycbdnow. I want to spend some time around being an underdog and, and, and better yet, unlocking the underdog mindset. Being the, the underdog might be considered a a position of weakness to many, but that's actually not the case. Most people are in this position. And if you're not, you were in it at some point in your life. We all started from zero. We all start from zero. When you're an underdog, people think that you can't attain your vision, that you are playing from so far behind, it's a long shot. And then the I'm out to prove the world wrong mentality kicks in. And that's all well and good, but you always need to remind yourself that the mission is you, your happiness, what you want for you, your purpose. Nobody knows you better than you. And when you see as clear as day, when you dream, when you fantasize about your mission, your objective, your target, where you want to go, your ambitions, chances are it becomes 
your reality. Because you've convinced yourself it's happening. You've created your oxygen. It is now your oxygen. So let's break down what this looks like. Why it's such a good thing to be the underdog or why it's so critical, why it's crucial having that underdog mentality. And this can be in business, your professional life, your your career, um, your business, your startup, or just you in general throughout life. Number one, your persistency. When you keep standing back up, when you continue to get up after getting your face smashed in, that's where you win. That's where the biggest wins come in. Being able to stand back up is a strength. And it's a strength I think a lot of people shy away from. Just think of, of how much shit has happened in your life up to this point. You're still breathing. You are still breathing. You are still standing. If it wasn't for those punches, you wouldn't know how to dip. You wouldn't know how to move left or right. It's very similar to boxing, and I think it's a perfect analogy here. When you get into the ring with someone, unless you've studied them, you don't know their habits. You don't know their footwork or their general fighting style. But after a few times, when you take a hit, you start to adapt. You start to adjust. You learn patterns. That's exactly like life. The opportunity is to learn from those punches. It's to learn from those uppercuts, those gut hits, and to adjust And most people tend to be so hard on themselves about their past and how they they got hit and judge themselves about yesterday's punches. It's not about getting hit. It's about how you adapt after the punches. It's about how you get up after the hit that defines your character and it speaks to your long-term success. Think about being a child, being a kid again, learning how how to walk for the first time. If you fell on your ass, cried, and never got back up, you wouldn't be walking today. It's like one of those classic action movies where the, the main character gets the shit kicked out of them, and the director makes you think he or she is done. There is absolutely no way they are coming back from this. It is finished, and boom. They get back up and beat the hell out of the opponent or the villain. That's your opportunity each day. The opportunity to prove the belief that it can't happen. That you can't win. That you won't get there. That you won't succeed. Which brings me to my next point in number two. You're underestimated. The words, you shouldn't win. You don't have a college degree. You don't have the education to get to the final destination. You don't have the money, the the backing. You grew up in the wrong area. Some people hear that they can't, and that becomes their reality. But some people hear it and knock that noise down. They suffocate it. It's about transferring that doubt of others to your advantage. Disadvantage is fuel. And let me repeat that. Disadvantage is fuel. Your disadvantage is your advantage. I love being underestimated because I know I have more opportunity. I have the true upper hand. A lot of you need to unlock that and you need to start leveraging it. When you are underestimated, you truly have the upper hand hand. The this is it. This is the moment. This is my moment. Let's take a sports team or or a business as an example here. 
When your company is the company that your competitors think little of, that they don't give you the time of day, that they don't pay any attention to you, that means you have the upside. If you're a sports team going in to a game, I don't care what it is, football is a great example, and you are the underdog that people are saying you are going to lose by 20, you have the upside. You are a shark coming up from the dark blue sea. Your leverage is that people doubt your capabilities. Defy the critics and quiet the noise. Number three, your resourcefulness. When you don't have much, you tend to make something out of nothing. Strength is your is your resourcefulness, right? How you build an airplane from, from paper and sticks. This is one of the biggest powers I see in this breakdown. And here's why. Think about people that have hit fame overnight or become a, a star athlete at a young age, a hit artist that, that, that win the lottery is a great example. How many stories do you hear where someone won the lottery and ends up losing it all? Nearly one third of lottery winners eventually declare bankruptcy. Biggest reason in my eyes? Resourcefulness. When, when, when you're flush most decide to be careless. But when you don't have a lot of something, you tend to ration. You become creative. You start spending less and putting that money into areas where you know you have the greatest ROI. And a great example here is something that's happening in the cannabis industry, in the cannabis space right now, is that there are so many MSOs, multi-state operators. There are so many massive Canadian companies that are monster, monster companies that were over-evaluated, that everybody thought they were going to do some monster moves in the industry and they were going to make massive amounts of money and everybody over-evaluated these things. And now what's happening is a lot of them are pulling back. A lot of them are selling off their assets, whether it be their their cultivation facilities, um, their dispensaries, they're unloading all, all of this. And they're thinking... Their thinking was that the market share was greater than the long term. This was the get rich quick scheme, which happens to a lot of people. I said it. I've said this a lot, but short shortcuts lead to short success. There's a huge difference between scalability and longevity with a business or just you as a person. Those shortcuts ultimately lead to those short success. They might get you fractional wins, but they don't add to the macro win. They don't gain you anything in the long term. And this happens with so many people. And to to play off of this, if it's fear you're faced with, going a little different path here, that you're afraid of. Think back to the things you were faced with before that that were scary, that seemed unattainable, that seemed like a monstrous feat, like you couldn't get it, like it was climbing Mount Everest and you just didn't think you were going to get there. But you pushed through. You persevered. You busted through. This is no different. Most people tend to create fear over and over and over again in their heads. They've knocked down hundreds of doors like it before, but yet you can't get through that door again. And and that really, really hits me. Because if we took the opportunity, if more people took the opportunity to realize that what they're facing today 
probably is very similar to a lot of objections that they've had that they've faced in the past, whether it be the noise of others, people doubting you, people thinking that you just couldn't get to where you were going because of the fact that you started from ground zero, because you didn't have enough things, or because you came from a broken household, or whatever the case is, there's always going to be critics. But let me ask you this. Every single one of you that's listening, where is there a goddamn statue in the world of someone who was a critic? There are statues of people that did, that were doers, that literally fought through all of the objections of of the world, of people, of just their environment, of where they came from, that were able to push through. And that brings me to number four, adversity. I've touched upon this in the past and I couldn't continue to harp on this because you're playing from ground zero. You know what it feels like to have zero. You see the upside in growing, in learning, in in, in writing your destiny, writing your chapters. You're hungry. You want more. You know what it's like to have scraps. And that's not something you're looking to do long term. It's also a big factor in your ability to scale as an individual, an entrepreneur, a person, a leader, an executive, whatever it is. It's like education. When you want to learn, you will learn. Think of how many entrepreneurs, executives, uh, leaders that are self-taught because that was their option. There wasn't an alternative. Don't dabble. Go all in, break through, and keep charging. I've received... So many DMs on a weekly basis and a a bunch of them have something that that is very similar, that is pretty consistent and it's the, the verbiage somewhere along the lines, this is not verbatim, but it's not as easy as you make it to sound or it's not that easy. Well, of course not. Of course not. When was greatness ever easy? What in your life was easy and gave you a large reward? My question back to those thoughts are, what's the alternative? What is the alternative? Sit around and wait for it or go out and fucking grab it. There, It breaks down very into two simple paths, two categories, two boxes, two doors, if you will. You either sit and do nothing or you do something and you try until you get something. And then you build more off of that something. And that brings me... To number five, you have nothing to lose. Having the mindset that that you have nothing to lose and everything to win, everything to gain makes you fucking dangerous. It means it's going to be really hard to slow you down, to throw a chain around your legs and rip you down to the ground, to drag you down. Striving for the next step is powerful. It's priceless. It's long term. And being desperate on that journey isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think that that desperation has been categorized as a very negative word over the years and more recently. And it's not a bad thing. It drives, in my eyes, growth. It drives success. It drives purpose. Wanting more isn't bad. Because when you're not satisfied with with your level, with what you've accomplished, and that's not saying you're judging yourself off that, so let me make that clear. Where you are in your journey, adjusting your mindset, creating greater happiness, hitting more goals, micro and macro, creating greater ambitions, means you'll always see opportunities in what's 
next. You're writing your next chapter. You're searching and saying, it's great. I'm excited about what I've accomplished thus far, but what more is there to accomplish? I I dropped an episode a while back called um, something along the lines of, of when you hit something, greatness, happiness, purpose, uh, 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 just hit a goal, you want more of it. It creates hunger. It creates this feeling inside of you that you want more of that because you've tasted something that you have never tasted before and you want to create more of that, whether that be that purpose, whether it be that happiness, whether it be that level of success and being relentless on that mission every day does not mean that you are selfish or it doesn't mean that you are being critical of yourself or you're not laying, you're not holding off on the gas. You're, you're, you're writing your next chapter. You're making your destiny. You're creating your destiny. You're not relaxed. You're always analyzing, grabbing ways to win. And that doesn't mean you're not thankful or you don't take the time to take a step back, to relax, to evaluate, to pat yourself on the back. It means you're not content. You're not ready to sit back. You're filling up the tank every damn day. Having the underdog mindset is the formula more of you need to leverage in 2020. If you're at ground zero, do not judge yourself on being at ground zero and rather turn what you think is something against you, a force against you, a wall against you, a door in front of you, an obstacle in front of you, and turn that into a power. Turn that into your superpower to literally sprint ahead. And again, a marathon, not literally a sprint. Having that underdog mindset is the recipe, the formula that more people need to leverage in 2020. Use it to your advantage to grow, to learn, to create more success, more happiness, for purpose, to figure out who you are as a person and what your capabilities are. Because we normally... We, most people, I should say, judge themselves off of not knowing or the hits that they've taken thus far. But the only way that you are going to grow, the only way you are going to get to the next step is to continue to have that underdog mindset while not judging yourself, being empathetic towards yourself, towards your environment, and creating the opportunity that proves yourself wrong. And it's okay to say, I am going to quiet out the noise of others and I'm going to prove other people wrong, but even on a greater level, I'm going to make that little fucking noise in my head disappear because I'm going to go out and I'm going to take exactly what I know is mine and what I am capable of doing and accomplishing. Thanks so much for listening. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do so. That way you don't miss any new episodes. And for a closer look at my journey and more motivational content, please be sure to like my page on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at The Motivated underscore Mind. I've got a lot more to share. I love you all. And thanks so much for listening. 